Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NBA. Chris Paul's been, he's been a bucket, man. I mean, he, he obviously, you know, he, he gets his team involved. He is the greatest leader, you know, to play this game, but he's been a bucket for a very long time. That's Devin Booker talking about his teammate Chris Paul, Suns and Bucks, game two tonight. Suns trying to go up 2 0, and they're going to have to do it without Dario Saric, torn ACL. So he has done. Sucks for him. You know, it's not funny, but. Interesting is that Antetokounmpo's injury looked looked way, way worse, and then Sarich, yeah. you know, buckled a little bit, and then we see the result. And I feel bad, obviously, for the individual. I mean, it's not a big time blow, but it is for the for the person. So I certainly and he, he's made some threes and played okay at times. So that sucks. But Chris Paul, the greatest leader of all time. No. From Devin Booker's perspective, I can see entirely why he says it. Sure, absolutely. How do you, but if you phrase it how as did the, you say he's not though the history of basketball? Why couldn't he be? There have been so many great leaders. Exactly. So a guy why who might get be? one title late in his career. None of those great leaders did what Chris Paul's done. Went to a team that hadn't made the playoffs for eleven years and got him to the finals. Nobody. Who name me one great leader who accomplished that? So why do you just summarily and ignorantly, I might add, dismiss it? Because you know I have a Phoenix background. 704 at 50 seconds. You piss me off. Cool. I hate soccer. <laughs> I know. We all know that already. Us, That's not us, breaking news. Hey, hold on. Give us 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to hurt you the way you hurt me. Well, you do that every day for years. I mean, oh, I've got a callus. Is there anybody who doesn't want to be a victim in this world? Every day, there's thousands of people who want to be victims. Why does anybody want to be a victim? It doesn't make any sense. Rise above it. Succeed. Yeah, Rise maybe hard, like a salmon. But do it like a phoenix, you fool. <laughs> and that's P-H-O-O-L to you. Oh, really? Everything's PH now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. In honor of us. Sweet. Yeah. My team, my time. I want that one guy to call up. Remember he said, your sons are going down in the first round. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. <laughs> Bring it, PK. And he's a bucket. Kenny Chesney has a song. I changed the beat of an <laughs> Pretty good tune. You should play it coming back. Yeah. You got anything you're looking for tonight? Points. The PK keys to the game? Victory. Keep it going. Make shots. I told you Frank Kaminsky would have a key role, and you laughed and mocked and scorned me. (laughs) Everybody wants to be a victim. And now look at Frank. No, that's a fact. That's not not victim. That's indisputed, undisputed, non-disputed. Fact. And now Frank, FK, with the FGA, you watch. Oh, he's going to have the game of his life. The whole state of Wisconsin is going to go nuts. (laughs) 
All right, 7 o'clock tonight on ABC. Boston Celtics star Jason Tatum said he's honored to wear the number 10 jersey for USA Basketball. That was the number Kobe wore for Team USA. And when Bryant was a kid growing or excuse me, when Tatum was a kid growing up, Bryant was his favorite player. Him and five trillion other guys. Sure. <laughs> but he got to the Olympics. <laughs> he just happens team. to be wearing that. I had no idea that he wore number 10. I never remember that stuff. He should have retired that, though. That would have been cool. First time and only time. Retiring Olympic jersey? In honor of, I mean, obviously, it was a tragic person, a tragic way to die at 41 years of age. It's still stunning to believe. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Draft's getting closer, so it's that time. College athletes who said I'm in the draft are saying, I'm out. I think yesterday was the deadline. I've double-checked that, but I think it was. Marcus Bagley going back to ASU. Another year for the Sun Devils. He's the brother of Marvin, and their grandfather is Joe Caldwell, who's probably the most legendary. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of legendary Sun Devils basketball. Although, you know, just my dumb luck. When I came out of high school... They had Fat Lever and Byron Scott as the guards, so I couldn't play there. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> you're the next option. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a little inside, folks. That is. Shots fired. <laughs> Otherwise, man. You'd have been the guy. BK throwing lobs to Alton Lister. You could have done that. That's the part of the gig you could have done. I could have hit a J back then. UCLA also getting Johnny Juzang back. He'll be uh, playing for the Bruins. So how about there's been some guys. They, what's, what's interesting in the Bagley thing is that he came in with he came to, he he came in <laughs> with this Josh Christopher, and they were supposed to be all that hyped, and and they sucked last year as a team. Right, the worst that uh, I think Hurley's had. Under all circumstances. And, and Christopher, I guess, has still kept his name in there. In fact, I saw a mock draft just yesterday. I've been looking at that stuff since we're getting closer to it, obviously. And, and had the Jazz drafted him. Josh Christopher, 6'5 guard. Uh, with, uh, what, they're going to have the 30th pick of the draft there. And uh, so Bagley had put his name in the transfer portal, too. So then he announced that he's coming back to college. But he didn't announce where because he was in the transfer portal. And then uh, later on the same day yesterday, he announced he's going to come back. And that's that's good for them. They haven't had much to shout about in 30 years, really, since since Byron Scott and Fad Lever. And, but then there's this, uh, some other guys, like Remy Martin, played there for four years and put in a big deal. I mean, I'm a Sun Devil for life, blah, 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 blah. Well, he's put his name in the draft the last couple of years. I don't think he's an NBA player, but... He takes his name back out, so he's going to take advantage of that last year. But he's Mr. Sundell and all, and now he's going to go to Kansas. So there's been a few of those guys on that. That's interesting, the way that is playing out. They take their name out of the draft, but they don't go back to their school. They go back to another They go to another place. It's like we used to look at, the, well, we always look at the pros, you know, the jersey in the laundry, that's what you're loyal to because guys come and go. But now we're seeing at the college level, same too, just, thing. just exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe even more accelerated, right? At least the pros, you have multi year deals. Who was it who was telling us uh, you're not dealing with 
free agency every year. I think it was uh, Mark Madsen when he was on. Saying in the pros, I mean, guys do sign three-year deals and stay put. You're dealing with free agency every year, but now with the whole roster. But at college, now, now it's massive. It's free yeah. agency for the whole roster every year. And I think college basketball, maybe it's because here locally the teams haven't been making any NCAA tournament runs to uh, any degree. BYU got in, obviously, and uh, Utah State gets in sometimes, but Utah's been down. But college basketball's taking such a hit, and I wonder if that's going to play even more because now it becomes even slimier. In a sense, now these kids are free to do what they want. Fine, I couldn't care less. Right, and aside basketball, but, but aside from that, how are the fans? You know, they do it all the time, and we see it with the pros. You say, well, you don't really know the guys. You think you know this guy. You really like this guy. You bond with him. Now you bond with him at a really superficial level. You never hang out with them. You don't really know that much about them. Yeah, but in the colleges, how are you gonna? You could. You know, with the youths were having their great runs and they brought guys back, you felt like you got to know them. You certainly got to know their personalities on the court. Oh, for four years, yeah. And you'd see feature stories on them in a newspaper and interviews on TV mm-hmm. yeah, and the radio. And now, the media doesn't have the access to tell their stories. The guys aren't staying put in one place long enough to have their stories told. So basically, if you're going to be a fan, it's because, well, it's been a lifetime thing and this is what I do. Or they win. Or they win a lot, and then it just becomes purely transactional. Well, yeah, I'll go watch them because they're going to win 25 or 30 games, and they're going to go deep in the NCAA tournament. But that can only be true, and you hear it all the time in the pros. Well, we'll win, so we don't have to worry about the PR stuff. Well, for an individual club, that might make sense for a while. But for a, a pro league or a college conference... Obviously, you're going to go 500, right? Everybody can't win. Maybe in a college, you can bolster that by, you know, paying money games and winning in the non-conference. But you can only have so many NCAA tournament teams. <laughs> About 16 are going to be in the Sweet 16. Everybody can't count on that. The same as the NBA. 30 teams can say we're going to win. Well, 16 are going to go to the playoffs, and two of you are going to go to the finals. So... I, but I don't know how to change it. I mean, to just go back in time and say, well, it ought to be like it was then. Well, that's not going to happen. It's not going to change. No, not at all. So you just wonder, does the public stay stay bought into the same thing? If they degree? win, yeah. yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I was trying to get involved in it. Someone who had knowledge on this situation, I remember us talking to Condon, to everyone to find out when it was happening and I remember Saturday, I was so stressed out. And finally, we talked to someone. It was like seven at night. And they're like, no, nothing's happening at the earliest till tomorrow. So you can finish your night. So I'm like, all right, I'm done. Put my phone down, talk to Mandy. I'm like, all right, let's go out to dinner. Let's have some drinks. A half an hour later, my buddy calls me. He's like, I'm just telling you, if you want Stafford, you need to get a hold of him right now. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, we just talk to people. Like, I can sleep on this. We'll talk to him tomorrow. I'm just telling you, you need to talk to him right now. And it totally, I knew it. And then I said, it was all over. That's Kyle Shanahan on the Matthew Stafford trade. Stafford, uh, Detroit, and the uh, the Rams made the trade. Who's Mandy? His wife. Are you sure? No. Are you sure they're married? I can't be sure of that. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> you Utah County people. <laughs> Now he's looking it up. Yeah, look it up. Get this over with. Let's move on. This guy, he's addicted to looking stuff up. He is. 
Yeah, they married in 2005. They got three kids. So, what message does this send to your current quarterback? Or you're so far down the road with your current quarterback is just the guy who's there, so what? Apparently the Niners have kicked the tires on everybody. Right? Oh, Mandy. Jimmy G. I knew that was coming. Jimmy G. Yeah, well, you're the guy. You're the guy until we get somebody better. Well, then go be better yourself. Why wouldn't that motivate you? Why does that have to turn you off? Go prove them wrong. Hasn't anybody ever doubted you in a, in a job-wise? Yes. Well, then <laughs> yeah. did you just shrivel up? No, I'm still here. So no, you, you prove them friggin' wrong. Comma. That's a little <laughs> comma there. There's an exclamation point. Ain't no it's, comma. It's comma, and then there's no, a no. certain word, and well, then there's use, an exclamation You can point. use whatever word you want. Come on, man. I've been told. I've been working at the Tribune two months. I think you should find another job. I just moved two states over. I can find another job? No. no. You need to find another job. XFL announced on Wednesday it's planning to relaunch in 2023. They had talks about collaborating with the Canadian Football League, but those talks didn't really work out. 2023. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive Sunday. Sweet. That's a nice That's a nice, nice throwback that's to Shanahan. Nice. That ties to Shanahan. That was his draft comment. Oh, will Jimmy G be on the roster? Zero commitment to Garoppolo in San Francisco. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 40. Former Stanford, Notre Dame, and Washington coach Tyrone Willingham will be joining the college football playoff committee on a one-year term, replacing former Texas A&M coach R.C. Slocum, who's stepping down due to health concerns. Willingham previously served on the committee from 2014 to 17. Those Unde- committee members, they just recycle them. Und- they do. Undefeated teams are in. Two lost teams are out. The one lost teams, they'll sort out. That's all it comes down to. Well, uh, for now, we're talking about, or is this term go when the thing changes? This starts know. now. I know, but I get that. But how long are these terms? I don't Normally know. Normally three, um, three years. Because it it's not a whole lot of controversy now. I'm wondering if it will be more interesting then. More debate then. It, it, now, the, the really the only debate is because ESPN has a television show and has to come up with a debate. So they make a debate, even though really one doesn't exist. It sorts itself out to a large degree most years. Right. I mean, they do the, the, the first poll of the in-between Duke yeah. versus uh, Kentucky and Michigan State versus uh, some other big-time right. college. They have North some Carolina. Du- they have some doubleheader, yeah. and while the teams are yeah. changing in over. Chicago, and they bring right. in Herb they, Street, and they make it so dramatic. They, they clear the bench yeah. and, and let the teams <laughs> warm up, and for 30 minutes, oh, I think these guys, I think these guys, these are my top four. But it's all just manufactured. But, yeah, and it's just four out of the six teams that we know it's going to be anyway. None of the group five teams are going to be invited. None of the two lost teams are going to be invited. The undefeateds are in. It's yeah. like the NBA lottery. They go a half hour for something that takes 30 seconds. Yep. NHL's Florida Panthers announced plans to establish an opportunity for college athletes to align with them as part of a recent rule change that allows college athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Panthers have started gauging interest from athletes who attend universities nearest to where they play, so that's primarily Miami and Florida Atlantic. So they're going to have college athletes align with them. What are they going to do? Pump up games and Every one of them will be interested. You put money in my pocket. I'm interested. 
Gauging interest? All those in favor? I think they're deciding how much money. Because you're right. Says. I know. Gauging your interest level. I can't I have be a bothered. Lot of if you're going to put money in my wallet, but I, I've got but a lot of interest. But somebody maybe say. can't be bothered for 50 or 100 bucks, but they Why can't not? for 500 or 1,000. Why not? <laughs> I guess what? They got to guess you gauge their interest. Well, the guy who. You don't throw away 50 bucks. Maybe you do. I think we just. No. People out there in Radio Land, we just found out if you ever knew the difference between him and us, and I include you as us, we just found out. Do you have to drive across town and do something? Or do you just have to pick up your phone and do something on social media? What the hell's the difference? It's all got to be negotiated. <laughs> if they're paying me money, I'm doing it. You saved a school 600 grand? That was 600,000. Well Big pile of cash right there. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The next 2-2 home. Oh, he's going to get the jog around the bases. He did it again. He's a beast. <laughs> there really is no one like him. You foul it off your front foot. You foul it off your back knee. And what do you do? You say, you don't have to take that little casual jog. And he rockets that one out. I don't want Aguilar. Swinging a blast. Deep to left. McKinstry back at the wall. Goodbye! A walk-off home run! Aguilar, his first of the year at Low Depot Park. It's a three-run game winner. And the Marlins have beaten the Dodgers for the third consecutive night. 9-6 the final. Jesus Aguilar there with a three-run shot to give the Marlins the win. The Nationals blow out the Padres 15-5. So the Giants with a win on the Cardinals pick up a game on both of them. And the first highlight you heard was Shohei Otani. Fouling a ball off his knee, off his foot, and then homering for the 32nd time this year, which is a record for a Japanese player coming over to the major leagues. Hideki Matsui had hit 31 and now Otani's got 32 and is on pace for 60. Blow by that record. Yeah, I mean, that was a matter of when. Matter of when. And when is now. And they won. What was that noise in the middle of that call? Ha! <laughs> oh, he's an exciting player now. Uh, that game was on the MLB Networks. So I was watching it. and He, he just uh, makes everybody excited when he, when he comes to the plate. I mean, he... He's right now, and Trout's been out with that calf injury for weeks, and no mess, they don't even have a timetable for him to return. Uh, he clearly, without question, is the number one attraction in that ball club, and he's got to be right there at the top. This is this reminds me of when I was a kid, what Fernando did for the Dodgers on the mound. It was just the unbelievable level of excitement. Cubs beat the Phillies 8-3, so the 11-game losing streak is over. Cubs back in the win column. Mets ace Jacob DeCrom announced he will skip the All-Star game to spend time with his family and prepare for the second half of the season. He was the Mets' lone All-Star game representative. How often do we see that, PK? I don't remember a lot of that happening. What? All-Star game? I'm out. Well, he's a pitcher, and he's going to pitch right before, so he wasn't going to pitch. The way his uh, rotation, the way his rotation up. fell, so it just would have been an appearance. Put and on the uniform, he's in the sit in the East ballpark Coast to go all the way out there. Maybe Denver. if they had kept it in Atlanta, it might have been a little bit different. I don't know that. So whatever game, any this stuff goes on with or without you. He wasn't going to play anyway. I mean, he's a stud. 
Bees open a six-game series at Smith's Ballpark tonight against the Sacramento Rivercats. First pitch, 635. Get your tickets at slbs.com or listen to the game right here on The Zone with Steve Klauke on the call. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. You're right, exactly. You know, I was surprised as well a little bit. You know, but uh, it was uh, it was perfect uh, ball from Aaron, and uh, luckily uh, I found uh, the back of the net. You know, and then uh, it was it was a good start of the game. We were kind of sleepy a little bit in the first half because we were too deep. We, uh, I mean, Vancouver had more ball possession and couple of I want to say half chances, but nothing nothing crazy. And then it was outstanding performance second half we we played, and uh, at the end of the day uh, we we. Deserved uh, three points. Demir Krylock there scored in the first minute of the game, added a second 42 goal. 42 seconds, and you yeah. say there's no action in that sport. How come we never have Sniggy's calls? I don't know. I don't roll on during the game. I mean, come on. That'd be so darn exciting. I'll start doing that, I guess. Demir Krylock now with seven goals on the year. Tops on the team. Now, I wonder. He's from Croatia. Yes. Is he buddies with Bojan Bogdanovic? Yes. And did you know they were born only two days apart in April? There you go. I know that part. They're both 32. One was born April 16th. The other was born April 18th. From the same country coming over here in little old Salt Lake City, Utah, and doing very well. That's interesting, isn't it? It's a small world. After all. Yes. No, I'm not going to do it. So, and because if I do it, you're going to say, "Oh, I knew that was coming." It's a world Action. of laughter, a world of cheer. <laughs> Brian Dunst's sister is getting married and is engaged to someone who grew up near there. And uh, Dunny took him to uh, to practice the training session on. Uh, Let's see, it was a Friday, right? Practice is okay. This I, is the U.S. I'm, I'm lost on the days of the week. It doesn't the matter. The game was Wednesday, so it, it's Tuesday. It, it's irrelevant. And they had like a 10-minute chat. They were talking about the motherland. Bogdan- wasn't Bogdan- in Bogdanovich? No, Demir and, and Denny's soon-to-be brother-in-law. Hit it off. Albert Rusak, Anderson, Julio also score RSL when they get two goals. Four wins, one draw. The second goal is everything. Get shut out or have the one goal, then. Well, you should always happen. have multiple goals. How many times have I said that? I mean, come on. Now they get 10 days off. Much deserved. Come back, refreshed. A road trip to LAFC and then oh, the Galaxy at home. Play both LA teams. Yeah, boom, boom, back to back. Exactly. Coming up this morning. Mark Harlan, University of Utah Athletic Director at 8.30. Craig Bowlerjack at 9 o'clock. We'll talk uh, name, image, and likeness in the ever-changing world of college athletics with Mark Harlan. That's in this ever-changing world in which we live in. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Mark at 8.30, Ute fans. Be ready for that. Coming up next, lots of teams, lots of wins, but you only care about two of them. Or... The excellence across the board fires you up. We'll get to that. Stay with us. And also, Marv Albert with his all-time NBA team. 55 years. I was going to say 55 years calling games. I can remember Local when I was and network. Sure. listening to Marv Albert yeah. in the New York area. He's 80. 
So nobody has got the the whole NBA history, right? The NBA is coming up on 75 years here, but 55 That's is an awfully good yeah. chunk of it. And he did say he feels a year younger, and he said the uh, 79 is the new 80. That was his line. We'll get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.